so B stars. I was like, man, fucking Lagoshi's nose is all busted up because he got punched in the face. But the power of love has fixed his nose. Or uh, it's probably not as bad as it was before. And it doesn't look like Lagoshi popped him in the nose anyway. Uh, it doesn't look like Louis popped him in the nose anyway. Probably just popped him in just in the face. Just hit him in the jaw. It makes more sense when the panda's like, why don't you bite them? He's like, because biting people's impolite. Probably because also my jaw hurts. Louis punched me with his hoof hand. So our boy Lagoshi does the stupidest thing possible. He goes to the black market and starts asking around about the horrible fucking Yakuza gang. And everybody kind of walks away like, fuck, we don't know shit about that. And then until two assholes kind of go, you know what, let's corner him. And apparently wolf pelts are in season. So it's like, it's not just the herbivores that have to worry about shit like this. They're fitting to take his coat. Luckily, he gets saved by the panda, who he just yells, Panda! And I also yell that, because I'm not sure of his name just yet. And yo, the panda has bamboo arrows, which is something I didn't notice quite at the beginning, quite the, at the start. Carnivores have to worry about this shit too, which is why I guess the panda doesn't really have to worry, right? He's all beat up. <laughs> Nobody wants his coat now. And Panda's like, hey, uh, what's going on? And Lagoshi's like, here, I'm going to tell you all of my feelings because it's easier to just talk to you. Uh, because you decided to give me a book of fine literature. So I feel like we're close enough that I can tell you fully the intent of my brain. I'm going to go rescue that girl. I thought I was hungry, but I was in love instead. So I'm going to go rescue her, right? She's being held hostage by the Yakuza. Bye. And the Panda's like, that's stupid. He's like, okay, great. Bye. I don't care. We've all been teenagers, right? Where we're just like, this is probably going to suck for the rest of my life. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to just do whatever. I'm going to jump off this roof and see what happens to my legs. But he's doing it because love, right? And that's even worse. Oh my God. As a teenager, that's even worth what you're willing to do there's just the chance at a relationship so he gets to the yakuza place and there's a guard out front because of course there is I gotta love the hairstyles on all these lines by the way there's a pompadour on one another one had cornrows and Lagoshi's like hey wait a minute you touched her i can smell her scent on you not cool so they get into a tussle Lagoshi gets ferocious and he ends up you know pushing the guy's gun out of the way and shooting this lion's ear off I was like, hold on. <laughs> I didn't expect this show to get this real. I mean, I saw a guy get shot with a bamboo crossbow earlier, and I was like, Jesus Christ. The line also mentions that there's cat versus dog animosity, and like, you fucking dogs, you do tricks and shit, and everybody loves it. Fuck that. That's stupid. It sucks. And it's like, yeah, cats would totally feel superior just because of owning a cat and owning a dog is night and day. Like, a cat just sits there all proud and expects you to clean up its shitbox where a dog is like, I took a dump, but I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have one on my lap. Sorry if you hear purring. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about a wolf taking on a lion is pretty impressive. Like, thinking about them in the wild, wolves are fucking huge, but lions are also fucking huge. Lions are bigger. They're just packed with muscle. However, the the lions in this show don't look that jacked. It's probably because they don't get to eat all the meat. Big Grandpa does. Like, they do eat meat. We do see them talking about eating squirrel meat and how it sucks. He gets to eat the premium shit, and I'm guessing all that power behind a lion is in the calories it eats. Luckily for the panda... He can get that shit from Bamboo, so he's a thick lad. And they just fight their way up to the top of this building. It's like the raid. They have each other's back. I'm really worried about that panda, though. He looks like he was getting overwhelmed, though, when Lagoshi kind of ran away and left. Then we kind of go up to Haru, who gives us some backstory. And I'm like, Haru, it's time for some Uma Thurman shit, please. Uh, and instead, she mentally checks out while this lion is inspecting her. Instead, writing a will in her own head. Which is like, damn, that's dark. You don't think it's in her head. You think they gave her time to, hey, you know what? We're nice guys. We're going to let you write this. I'll be right back. I'm going to let you incriminate me by writing this letter. So I knew something was up. She's writing this and she's thinking about all, like, her entire past, her backstory, why she is the way she is. She grew up being told YOLO because you could be eaten at any moment. 
or people thinking that you're weak. And she starts thinking about Louis, but only for like five seconds. And she's like, oh man, the guy I love. And then she thinks about him for five seconds. And then she goes on a page, page after page diatribe about fucking Lagoshi. It's like, there's something there. Yeah, there's something there, but I don't even fucking know this guy. He's always there and he's really sweet, but I don't fucking know him. He's creepy and weird but something about him. And he even kind of rescues her in her dream. He's like, what are you doing here? And then she's like, you know what? Uma Thurman shit. And I start yelling. She's like, fuck you. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be tender meat. I'm going to be aggressive and I'm going to be really shitty. And I'm going to be the worst grisly meat you ever done had. And he's like, I'm going to have to tenderize that ass. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. And then Lagoshi starts just fighting him. The thing is, the guy has a cane. He has injuries. He looks like the only thing keeping him in charge of the other lions is his status, really. Like, if he got into a fight with them, he'd probably lose. He's probably a lot of their dad. You know, that's how lion prides usually work. And even then, once the lions get old enough, the leader of the pride usually kicks them out. Or they have a fight over dominance or whatever. So I can see Lagoshi taking this guy on easy, just because he has a cane and stuff. But we do learn that why Haru does what she does, why she turns on the red light. And I was thinking, oh man, this is about power for Louis. It's about power for Haru. If this is how you feel empowered, go for it. And she's like, fuck it, I don't care if I get people talk shit about me. She has control over something in her life. More power to you, Haru. My favorite thing is like, even the Lagoshi that shows up in her dream just stands there awkwardly and has nothing to say. But he actually comes and rescues her and he, he gives her a shirt his shirt it's fucking gigantic and then he's just just beating the shit out of this lion i'm concerned about the panda and even if they get out of this they're probably going to be killed like hunted down and murdered right because this is the yakuza so even if they win they lose shame has to end after like a season apparently there's another season coming in 2021 but it's like yeah and in that season Lagoshi gets found by the yakuza and drowned or something also like louis is sitting back at the thing and juno's like yo what the fuck i, I know what's going on with that rabbit and what do you think he's doing and louis's like he's gonna die so if you're gonna get on on Louis' case for not going out there and rescuing Haru, you have not only do you have to realize, remember his backstory, you have to remember he is a herbivore. If he walked into a lion's den, he's just gonna get eaten on sight. So it's good that that Lagoshi's handling this. This episode begins, uh, you know, during the fight between Lagoshi and this lion, and we go back to the school to see what you know his classmates and dorm dorm room guys are thinking, and they're like, oh no, Lagoshi's not here. He could be in grave danger, and that's fine, but he's gonna miss the fucking festival. Oh no, the festival. Also, his beetle dies. Beatly. I think it's, like, symbolic of... Lagoshi probably feels like he needs to take care of something small and weak with his, you know, immense amount of power. But he's gonna get that later with uh, Haru, so he doesn't need Beatly anymore. Because Haru is her whole, like, existence. She feels helpless, and she's been told you're gonna get your ass snapped up by by a carnivore. But if she has a carnivore as a friend or something more... Maybe she doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Maybe she can actually just live her fucking life. So rest in peace, Beatley. What a great name for a beetle, by the way. Lagoshi's fighting this lion, and the lion, like, rips into his wrist and just goes to town. And I'm like, you see? Didn't the fucking panda tell you to use your teeth? That lion ain't afraid. He ain't scared. And looking at the lion against the against Lagoshi, he's fucking big. That lion is a hefty fucker, and it's probably because, well, he, he eats, right? The other lions are complaining about eating squirrel. They're not nearly as thick as big daddy up here which is probably why it was easier for them to take on a bunch of those skinny fuckers as opposed to big daddy who's gets all those calories he needs to protect his pride even though he doesn't protect shit he just sits there and is big and imposing kind of like a lion lions do that a lot their whole deal is to protect the pride but like the women do all the work and the the male lion just kind of sits there and goes great you brought me dinner awesome He, he is there to protect against other lions you know and like other things but um and then lagoshi is like hey you know what, I'm about to do some savage shit, so maybe you want to avert your eyes. He fucking rips out this lion's neck. He doesn't kill him. He just bites a big chunk of him. 
And it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of things in the neck that could mean that you're dead now. You know, Lagoshi being a good boy, he just passed out instead of killing him. Which maybe he, I don't know, just kind of, I don't know what he did. Maybe he just held him down till he passed out from lack of oxygen to the brain. I don't know. But he put out a chunk and he spit it out, which was like, he's dead, he killed him. But no, the guy is alive. He's holding his neck when he gets up. So maybe he's dying. He's not dead yet. But Lagoshi leaves with Haru. No word on the panda. He goes downstairs past all these motherfuckers. And like, Haru's like, did you do all this? He's like, no, I had some help. And then, you know, as he's being lined up on, Louis steps out of shadow. So it's like, did Louis go with him and he knew Louis was going with him? And Louis was like, look, if I go in there with you, it's going to be a problem because they're a bunch of lions and I'm delicious. You need to go in first, get their attention, and I'll come in and help you from the back end. But I do believe after he had left, Louis was left there by himself. So that was probably not the plan. Louis probably just snuck on with them. But the thing is, Louis knew where to go. And it's probably because he has connections with the hires up in the city because of who his dad is. He probably just followed to see what would happen. It's like, okay, if Lagoshi fucks this up, I'm going to step in and be the knight in shining armor. He just co pops this line in the mouth, at, like dramatically. But you know how Louis is. He's always back of the hand to the forehead dramatic with a capital d and he shoots the fucking lion first of all lagoshi i think lagoshi louis congratulations on being grabbed up and thrown into a river next beginning of the season shortest season ever also is this the end of louis because we see him dramatically tell him that he's product number four and he's gonna fuck them up he also maniacally laughs because louis is totally sane i'm sure without the sh without hesitation louis popped those two dudes if you're sitting there and you're a lion and you're hearing this deer yell angry poetic soliloquies at you you're like shocked a little bit like you see this shit and that little hesitation might be what louis needs to pop them both and get the fuck out of there and i'm assuming he does something dramatic like he finds a rope and swings down to the first floor while cackling maniacally with thunder claps in the background um that's just the kind of guy he is unless there's thunder clap in the background he doesn't do anything but yeah i think he waited to make the grand save after agoshi because he's dramatic he wanted to be the big luxurious hero but the fact that he killed this lion guy without haru being there to see it without witnesses makes me think that he did this not only just for him but he did it for haru and he actually does love haru also killing a carnivore is pretty good so he, this is this is two birds and one stone for this guy lagoshi is in trouble the baboon ra is like uh excuse me where the fuck is lagoshi we found all these books about befriending you know rabbits and the rabbit is also not here what the fuck's going on? And the fuck, his class is his dorm mates are like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> Lagoshi is in trouble. They go to a love hotel because it's their best option for the night. They let, you know, the carnivores and herbivores room together, which is crazy. Like, that normally can't happen. They have nothing in common. They got nothing to talk about. He's like, sorry, I'm still hopped up on testosterone right now. There's no way I can share a bed with you. No, this is fine. After what you did, you can get a piece. He's on escalator in his mind and he freaks out about going too fast on the escalator. And it's a, it's a nice metaphor for going too fast. But also... It was pretty much reminding me like beat for beat of Jake the dog from Adventure Time explaining to Finn the different tiers of a relationship. Like this tier, you get to hold her hand. This tier, you get to touch her horn and do not do tier 15. Lagoshi's going to tier 15. And Jake explains this with like a staircase, which makes it even more poetic and fun. And you gotta love the artistic way this show frames stuff. Like the reflection and the big, cause they mentioned that there's a big wall sized mirror in it because this is a love hotel, right? Um, but the reflection in the mirror and while he's like, showing her what he did to her that night and that that was him and she's like i kind of figured um which is why my instincts kind of freak out the whole time i was with you her watching him eat now 
has more connotations because she figured it was him. And that the next day she was like, oh, I want to try a wolf. But then Lagoshi also gets the feeling of shit, eat or fuck. And he, it's the whole thing of like their size difference is insane. Like his hands are so big that they cover like almost her entire torso. And shit's about to happen. Haru's instincts are stupid. Her instincts are stupid and are like, look, see, do you want to be this close to this, this fucking guy's teeth? This is what will happen if you're too close to him. I'm letting you know you should probably run, says her instincts from this giant fucking predator that's looming over you like this so yeah that's how the episode ends with vor potential vor we don't know yet um i'm sure lagoshi will be able to probably control himself even though he's still in male mode he as he calls it who knows we got the finale coming up next and it's like fuck i don't want to not have this show and it's like oh we're gonna get more next year and it's like but that's next year but the show is animated really well they do a lot of cool stuff of animation do a lot of cool stuff with symbolism and just um the stuff that they're able to put across on on the screen and some of those camera shots this is a camera shot of like that goes from sideways to like straight up that was just so artistic i don't know man the the, the artisticness of these shots and the direction of this show give them a year to work on it they need it so the finale of Beastars. uh this episode you get more of that tasty delicious drama you want it and also because i was watching other things in between this and playing out of persona jumping back into this show at the point where it comes back this last episode where Haru is throwing herself into Lagoshi's mouth. You're like, oh shit, the vor. How could I forget the vor is happening? It's like her body kind of shocking her into making her scared enough to make run away, right? Her instincts are like, look what's going to happen to you if you keep this up. And to scare her into not doing it. And they decide, yeah, you know what? This is not going to happen. And she's like, well, I can still help you out because, you know. And he's like, nah, forget it. It, No, this is not going to happen. And Lagoshi's a pretty cool dude. He's a pretty good guy. When they go back to the school, the RA is like, you're in trouble, but not in trouble. And it's probably because you actually did rescue Haru. And we're and we're not going to punish you for that. But at the same time, the mafia's involved. And we don't want to really get involved with the mafia. So pretend like this shit didn't happen. Pretend everything's cool. And Lagoshi's like, but the mafia. And they're like, yes. Do you know what the mafia is? Do you want to have a next season? Or do you want to start the season buried underneath the football stadium? Because that's what could happen to people that fuck with the mafia. And I ain't about it. So nothing happened, Lagoshi, right? And he's like, my man, I fucking guessed. Word travels fast about what happened with the Shishigumi. I think that's what they're called. Juno knows all about it. And it's Juno's like making her business. She's like, she wants to be the B-star. So she has to take over being as shady as Louis was. Because getting into that position of power... You gotta have a certain amount of shade that you're willing to put forward. Like, Lagoshi could never be the B-star. Just because of how he is. But there is a girl standoff between Haru and Juno that is damn entertaining to watch. It's that drama I came here for. It's that 91210 shit that I'm here for. If you're a rabbit, do not make this wolf chase you. And Haru's, like, running away from, from confrontation makes the wolf chase her. But Haru gets the upper hand, literally. She stands up, she walks on some stairs, and makes sure she's physically bigger then Juno, when she's telling her, look, I'm a senior, bitch. What are you going to do about it? I am your senpai. And Juno's like, shit. But then Juno's like, I see what game you're playing, and I'm going to try to play it just a little bit more. I'm going to intimidate your ass by giving you some sniffing to make sure you didn't actually fuck Lagoshi. Oh, you didn't. All right, cool. Then everything's good. This power play back and forth reminded me of, like, some Game of Thrones shit that I wanted to watch with, like, two characters having, like, this clash of personalities. Like, I don't necessarily need a big badass shonen fight to be engaged in a show. If you give me, like, two personalities, like, clashing against each other like this, I am for it just as much as I'm for a badass shonen fight. Which is why, like, I can sit down and watch a show like Fruits Basket. Like, I'm all about characters. And I think if you can get those characters to interact in ways like this, I'm even, I'm, it's, give me the popcorn. I am ready to sit down and throw down with this. And I love that they were throwing shade at each other and catching that shade. That's so delicious. And I see now why people like 
shows like my brother is obsessed with like drag race right and it's because of that it's like these characters and their personalities clashing against other personalities and the drama and the shade and the so cool to watch like i see why people like reality shows because yeah usually these things are kind of scripted and you have these crazy out there personalities that's like man that person can't exist in real life but this is quote unquote reality so here it is give me that in cartoon animals any fucking day <laughs> I much prefer when my conflict is fake because there's too much real conflict. That give me some fake conflict to feed the conflict monster inside my heart. Louis is missing. And here's my theory because Louis being dead is too easy. It's too simple. So here's what I think. I think Louis is in charge now of the Shishigumi. I think he took over. Now he's leading a bunch of fucking cannibals. And that fuck being the B-star when I could be the king of the beast. And yeah, why well, go back to school when I'm in and be B-star when I'm charged of the fucking mafia? So I'm just following dad's footsteps. Dad knows what's up. But it's like he's missing. So maybe dad doesn't know what's up. But he's trying to follow his father's footsteps another way. Because I don't see a character as loud and boisterous as Louis going out like no punk and getting eaten. He doesn't seem to be the kind of guy who would ever allow himself to be eaten. Juno is coming in here for the meteor ceremony. Decked out. Legoshi doesn't give a shit. But she also does a good job of really getting everybody excited to do the performance. Which is something that Louis usually had to scare people into doing. So I think that Juno's on her way to becoming the B-star. Just on how her attitude is. She's great at this people person stuff. Um, at least she is now. She used to not be, but she like changed herself for the better. To get what she had to get, she had to become a different person. And sometimes that's what you have to do. In order to get to the next rung in life, you have to kind of change who you are. You Doing the same shit is insanity, right? Like Voss would say. Some change is necessary to move on to the next plateau, the next step. Um, we also see that Haru and Lagoshi have the same feeling. Uh, Lagoshi tells Juno, nah man, I ain't about this. We're not doing this media ceremony bullshit. You pulled me on stage. You were pretty much marking me as yours there on that stage and actually i have feelings for somebody else so i'm gonna go talk to them haru's a senior she's gone next year her and lagoshi have this really heartfelt speech while lagoshi is chasing her but not where they talk about how they feel about each other and it was really nice and sweet that pretty much both confessed their feelings and she said that she's gonna wait for him the kind of show does like a time skip to the next year and louis is still missing which i mean he's the leader of the mafia he can't just go to school now also i forgot to mention that juno does like a speech about how carnivores are not bad people and they could protect herbivores she's not wrong but she's also full of shit dude she's saying that we can live in this new utopia this new future right? This Zootopia, if you will, the, of the strong looking after the weak. But she absolutely, it, that's a smokescreen to try to get the support of the weak on her side. So I don't know. I definitely believe in that. Legoshi doesn't. Legoshi's like a self-hating carnivore. And I think in order for him to understand and love himself, he needs to understand that he can be exactly what Juno said he can be. But actually, he needs to believe it for real. Unlike, I don't think Juno, who does? Um, Legoshi's like, look, I'm going to get my shit together for you. I'm going to become a different person. I'm going to move up I'm going to change who I am as a person to move forward in my life at least a little bit. And she's like, I'll, you know what? I'll wait for you. So we find somebody doping or something in the bathroom. And then we see things from their perspective as they meet up with Lagoshi, who's like, oh, we were looking for you. This is not Louis. Just because they were eating meat, I'm assuming, and doping with meat. I mean, maybe fucking Louis is doping with meat now. And maybe he gets like mad deer disease. Because he's part of the mafia and he's doing drugs. But saying, oh, we were looking all over for you. That reaction that Goshi gives him doesn't give me the reaction of this is Louis. We've been missing for a year kind of reaction. This is somebody we placed for the past 20 minutes because they were doping in the bathroom. So I think this might be whoever killed Tim. And I think that that might be, honestly, the tiger, uh, Bill. I think it's Bill that killed him because my husband mentioned that the shape of this cat wasn't Lagoshi's that ate Tem and that I'm a, just a crazy conspiracy theorist I agree with him after looking at the shadow again and I think it is Bill especially since Bill gets high on on this shit now so yeah I think that's the idea that I am desperate to know what happens next season so desperate in fact that I think we might read the manga me and my buddies and catch up to it and then 
I won't talk about it. And I'll watch the show like, you know, like I've always watched the show. Thanks for listening.